Yo, 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 listen up, here's a story. What is up, y'all? How's it going, man? So, man and woman, uh, I'm feeling pretty, 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 pretty good. Almost as good as this new Buddha statue that I recently got on an endeavor to a uh, yard sale. By the way, happy spring to anyone who's in the northern hemisphere. What? Well, I guess that's. Let's not talk about that. Anyone who ha who's in springtime, I guess. Happy springtime. Go to your yard sales. Get some kick-ass stuff. I picked up this Buddha statue. It's missing a pinky, but it's got its hand out. Like, you know what I mean? Don't worry about missing tip of my pinky actually it's just the tip of the pinky it's like don't worry about the tip of the pinky like life is still good with or without the tip of the pinky um so i thought that was pretty symbolic um from the universe when i stumbled upon it is yo thanks for clicking gut instincts podcast you know who this is this is rj this is my show um I'm just breaking up some pretty nice medicine that I stumbled upon here. It's got it's got quite the aroma. Um which are essential oils, right? Which we know we know are essential oils that are coming from the cannabis plant. They also call them terpenoids, but not really sure. There's, I guess they're technically different, but they're similar or they're constituents of. It's really tough to even understand the stuff when you are researching it yourself. Anyways, I was just watching a YouTube video on, um, oh boy. Oh boy. What's it called? The whale, the whale poop. Uh, not the whale poop, but the whale, uh, Abergren, 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 Abergrill, no, Abergras, <laughs> Ambergris, <laughs> Ambergris, yeah. Okay, so the the ambergris or ambergris ambergris I think it's ambergris is a uh, so basically right it's the there's a part in the the whale poop that the the digestive enzymes like in the body of the uh, the sperm whale it sort of coagulates they say it's the beak uh, duck beaks or just beaks in general. Which I believe is uh, keratin. It's made up of keratin uh, beaks of different animals. That's what that's what they're made up of keratin. So, which is interesting because I just posted about uh, keratin. You know, let me get you closer. Uh, I just posted about that shit, and interestingly enough. You know, this stuff is used by perfumers 
as what they call a bass note. And I don't know if some of you may be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty rad. Uh, I know all about that. And then maybe some of other you, uh, which kind of, I, I heard about it, but it wasn't until sort of there was this episode of, of Bob's Burgers. So I don't know if any of you watch Bob's Burgers, but when I was watching that, I was like, I don't know, there's an episode of that. Like they find it and it's like they try to sell it uh, because technically it's illegal to sell or own any of that uh this this uh this stuff in the US uh only because the sperm whale is uh considered endangered so legally you can't like own anything it's to to disregard any urge to you know to take the animals but interestingly enough i feel like that wouldn't even even if they even if they didn't care, I feel like that wouldn't... You would need them out there shitting as much as possible. I mean, am I am I wrong about that? Am I... Am I wouldn't you... Wouldn't... Wouldn't the demand of this... This uh, stuff create a awareness of like, hey, we need to leave and almost like embrace this species and, and help them even grow larger because this stuff is really unique? And I'm not just talking about its qualities that the perfumers use. I'm actually talking about when you when you really hear what it is and you start to wonder um, what it could be used for, then, then you're like, um, hmm. You start to you start to question, right? So check this out. Ambergris is relatively non-reactive to acid. White crystals of a terpene known as ambrian. Okay? Now say that again. It's a white crystal of a terpene known as ambrian. Can we can be separated from amber ambergris by heating raw ambergris in alcohol and then allowing the resulting solution to cool, breaking down uh, the relatively scentless um, ambergrain through oxidation process produces ambroxin and ambernol, the main odor components of, of ambergris. Okay, so what <laughs> does that sound familiar to anybody? Anybody who, let's say, makes their own can of butter or makes their own edibles. Ambergris can be separated from ambergris by heating raw ambergris in alcohol. Now, if any of you have listened to some of the previous episodes, then you'll, you've heard me talk about RSO, Rick Simpson oil, which originally he was, <clears throat> he was soaking raw cannabis in uh, naphtha which is really really deadly if you don't know what you're doing i don't even think i don't even recommend it i'm pretty sure it's not even not even edible uh but like i'm not sure if they still i know you can go to the website but when you use something like alcohol you're stripping the qualities and in the case of cannabis we're stripping the cannabinoids and the terpenoids which 
reside and give us that scent that I can just, I can smell right now, which is like, this is, what's, I don't know, this is like a floral, little bit of grapey, but sort of in a fermented way, you know, like a, like a fermented plum sauce or something like that. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, the last one I had, it smelled like cheese. And that's one of my most favorites is when it smells like cheese. And boy, wow. That's a, it's a hit and miss here in New England, especially with the metal cannabis uh, at, the, uh, at the dispensaries. And when you do get some great medicine, it's, it's nice to know that other people are doing some some great work out there. So shout out to anybody in uh, New England, in Rhode Island, who, or even close, I know Massachusetts can work with Rhode Island as well, who is growing, you know, organic, happy, living, quality medicine for a lot of us patients. You know, it's like I go into these, into these dispensaries and a lot of the times, and remember, there's only three of you guys in Rhode Island. Tell me how much how much corruption that is. I'm not going to talk about that in this episode. I'm going to keep it strictly to, uh, yeah, to what we're talking about. And, But it's like the local dispensary, especially one of them, will treat their cannabis. I'm not going to name them. They're going to treat their cannabis with citric acid. I don't know if any of y'all know what citric acid, but I mix citric acid with cane sugar and use it as a powder for the sour um, gummy bears when I make sour gummy when I make homemade sour gummy bears citric acid is what makes that tongue burn okay citric acid is what's inside and preserves sodas it's what's inside and preserves salsas and lots of other sauces and also gives it that again that sting that acidic it's literally acid right so what was i getting at uh yeah they're spraying that or just dusting it i'm assuming they're just tossing it like a, you know like a bowl of nuggets in, in a couple of teaspoons or something i don't know how they're doing it but it's affecting me and it makes me cough and i feel like legally i should have the right to actually like maybe 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 get something. I don't know. I, I don't want to raise any alarms, but it's like, how do do these people have the right to put something on medicine when is it te is it tested? Is the con is the combustion and the ingestion of citric acid even healthy on the lungs? Is it okay on the lungs? See, you're you're you maybe sit there wondering like, well, how do they get away with putting it on it? Well, here's how they get it away. It's called a grass stamp. Grass stamp. G-R-A-S. Okay? The, the grass stamp, it stands for generally recognized as safe. Generally recognized as safe is sort of a broad bullshit term that the FDA gives something that's probably more or less likely hurting us at some point point uh within the ratios 
but but they get away with the stamp or, or in the in this you know in this case maybe it's like oh it's such a small amount right it's like it's such a small amount traces that that's how they were getting away with the um gly glyphosate right which is in your cheerios which is in your your face creams and things of that nature if they're not tested if they're not a newer conscious company um you know, glyphosate is straight up toxin, neurotoxin, a neurotoxin. And there's traces in that in like cereal bars and shit like that. Uh, it, the reason why a lot of the times they get away with it is because it's a mineral, it's the trace mineral, it's like trace amounts. And it's like, you ask yourself, when trace amounts, okay, yeah, that's fine, but when bioaccumulation means trace amounts are going to accumulate over time and if your body isn't constantly detoxifying these trace amounts of neurotoxin which I'll be straight with you your body has enough neurotoxins just walking by uh, putting gas in for example here in Rhode Island versus California it's you have to have they have to have these little you know I don't know if that's all a state but in San Diego where I was they have to have these little protection little plastic things over the nozzle where you don't get the fumes coming out right the VOC volatile organic compounds which is what you're smelling which is interestingly enough I really enjoy the smell of gas how, how <coughs> I'm not I don't really get that but <laughs> I'm sure some of you are like right but yeah, it's like, they don't have that here. Some of these places have like, barely have like a nozzle that reaches in. Like you're almost, you almost have to like barely place it and like aim the water and the water like shoots in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's crazy, man. So what I'm getting at is, uh, Damn, how did I even go to that? How did I go that far down the route? Um, oh, yeah, the additives on cannabis. I didn't even take take the hit yet, you, yeah, you guys. Did you take the hit yet, you guys? Ooh, ooh, ooh. If you didn't, here we go. Let's start it. Go to this podcast. Take the rip now. Or, or ever, forever hold your peace. Fire, fire, fire. So it's crazy. I was infusing oil. P.S. Don't you guys don't put oil in a mason jar and put it in the oven ever. Ever, ever. Because if it blows, and then you have hot oil, and like, what do you think certain hot oil does at certain temperatures? Dude, crazy, man. I put it, I had the oil in there, and dude, the thing exploded, and just like the oil was inside the oven on fire, you guys. It was like fire in the oven, fire, it was going, it was flickering, and I'm like, holy 
fuck, what do I do? You know, so I'm like, I open the thing up, and I'm I'm thinking I don't have sand. I got soil around. I'm thinking, do I throw soil in there? So I grabbed it. Kind of calmed down after a few seconds. I grabbed a towel, giant towel. I also didn't want to get burned by oil, man. That's not. It's no joke, you guys. So I grab a giant towel. I wrap the shit, wrap it around there, and I'm wrapping and I'm wrapping. And then I'm also not thinking, and I'm I'm thinking I know how how dangerous like the oil is, but I'm like I gotta get this thing outside or at least like in the bathroom, you know what I mean? Like in the in the in the tub or something, or in the sink. But that was hot. I didn't want to get it up up high at all. I wanted it honestly. I wanted it out. So I grab it. I wrap it up. I wrap it up, and it's a pretty decent towel, decently big towel. And it's a small mason jar, like sixteen ounce jar. Man, and I'm like, happened in seconds, you know? It's like your heart is beating and it's fucking smoke everywhere. And I'm like, I wasn't even going to share this, but it's crazy, man. Yeah, and I wrapped it up, <laughs> ran it up, ran it outside. And yeah, if you're wondering if this story goes terribly wrong, it doesn't. That was the end of it. It was great. It was a great ending. I, ra uh, I ran it outside right in the holly tree, right at the base of the holly tree. And I just put it there, and you could hear it, like, boiling. And it was like, pop, 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 pop. Fuck, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Um, but that was it, dude. Lots of smoke. Uh, and I learned my lesson, you know. Um... And that's it. You learn your learning lesson, but I mean, I'm sure plenty of you like have maybe put too much in the uh, in the pan or in the, something like that. I mean, you can have it like boil over, or your something's boiling over. I'm sure nobody's. I mean, who knows? But that w it's crazy, man. It happens. So just be weary and or just don't do oil. That's just not. That's because oil can literally. That's that can. That's fire. You know, like water can't. It's different when you're overflowing like a tomato water base and it's, and it's like, and you're like, Ma! or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so, look, it's like bong, microphone, bong, microphone, bong, microphone. I just put the microphone. Bong right here for now, which I need to get a new one of, and it's just like you know, bong medicine, bong medicine, and it's like like life. You just got these things that you you just juggle between. Like it was like okay, transplant the twelve plants, the the, the squash, which by the way it's like Tonsong, Tucson, 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 Arizona, Tonsong. I don't even know uh, this this dope. Uh, my favorite farmer uh, over there, Charlie, at the, at the farmers market in Rhode Island, Pawtucket, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. He sells all sorts of crazy shit. Nothing, no sugar cane yet. So I'm like, I'm waiting. I didn't want to ask and and you know prod, but was sugar cane at Charlie? Where's the sugar cane at? If you hear this, no, he's awesome. I got a um, caster bean 
which is which is toxic. So you want to keep it. Uh, you want to keep it away up in the air. I got it up high. The oil apparently is extremely medicinal. Castor oil, it's, it's like Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic. Uh, yeah, man, it's like you got to juggle. You what else do I have with it? Like this giant. Uh, uh, I think it's a diacotta. I think it's diacotta squash. It's uh, it's literally satellite dishes. Or technically, I don't know if I've seen a real satellite yet. And people are convinced. Like, they convinced me, you know, like, no, you can see the satellite. And I'm like, no, what I'm saying is I've looked at many things and, like, I haven't. They say there's a lot of satellite. Like, what I'm saying is in retrospect to what they're saying is out there, which is, like, a shit ton. Like, you should be able to see more than, like, oh, your friend's cousin's uncle's brother saw a satellite when he was 21 and now he's 45 oh there's a satellite on youtube everything is cgi i'm not even kidding it's a it's a gener uh computer generated image but anyways back to the satellite <laughs> uh i guess the ones that are on the ground right are those the radars are those satellite twos those big dishes the dishes that are on the ground Supposedly, they're aiming, like, not on the ground, but at a certain receiver. I don't know, though. I don't know. I can only see what I see. I mean, I'm not claiming to know anything. Uh, I definitely know there's got to be some sort of low-Earth orbit, which has got to be pretty cool. So, I mean, maybe there's just a bunch of things floating up there. I just, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if I'd buy the whole dome thing, like glass dome, but I have saw a few compelling rocket type situations look like they kind of like hit something and explode and there's a couple other other things out there in the YouTube realm. If you're looking for that type of shit, just like go. Just dive in and see what you can find. I'm not here to convince anybody because I have no idea. I know it's spiritual, so it's all inside. So, it's all relative, I guess. Doo-doo. But yeah, giant uh, plants that I got to transplants a couple of them need to go outside and then a uh, couple couple indoors i got a nice indoor plant and i got this and then i get this chocolate that i'm gonna post right now you guys okay shane hold on we're get we're gonna get back to the um i promise we'll get back to the hamburgers i'm not done i didn't forget either but shameless plug we gotta talk about it now the um organic Dark chocolate sea salt bars will be up by the time you hear this. They will be up on the website. So if you're if you're listening to this, and then you're thinking, oh, if I wonder if this kid's selling chocolate, yes, the answer is yes. It's cost the same as other um, organic sugar free, except mine or the, this is uh, structured in the way that it just has two ingredients, okay, with love and intention and of course, maple and theobroma cacao. Those are the two ingredients. You can't really list love as an ingredient. I think you can list it in California, especially in San Diego. <laughs> you can list love as an ingredient, completely legal. I don't know if you can list it here, but anyways, theobroma cacao and maple from Vermont. And you can order it and it'll. I'll ship it right to your door 
and you'll you you'll get two or one. I, I don't really recommend one. I recommend just getting two pack. And right now it's it is the same. I'm, we're starting this off. I'm wait. I got some things going on, but you know I'm a self-proclaimed chocolatier at this point. I'm calling it, and I want you guys to yay or nay. That's what I'm saying. Like what I'm saying is I'm putting it up. You don't have to get it. You can get it. Of course you're supporting me, right? This is because I'm, you know, part entrepreneur, part podcaster and writer. Of course the book is up, and you may or may not know that the um, Adam and Eve origins of of human consciousness. Gotta take a breath. It's on Amazon. You can go on Amazon. You can go on my website. It's on there too. If you get it on my website, you are getting a numbered copy in which I will sign for you. So you're actually getting a first set of uh, first issues. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. It's pretty rad. If you want like a personal note or whatever, let me know. If you want like a personal signature, let me know. I'm not really doing that. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just getting back from like some serious cold shit situation. That's also why I've been like really absent from the podcast stuff. Because you can't really talk or even have the mindset. You know, I want to be top notch for y'all. All right, I want to be, anyways. So yeah, man. Uh, if you want to um, support, and of course you can just donate right on the website, cutandsinkspodcast.com. That that's just supporting directly, like cash into the account. I mean, that goes to uh, really anything. At this point, my computer keeps failing on me. That keeps shutting off, uh, and it also keeps rebooting, doing this thing where it goes back and forth, and I lose all my background and. I don't know. It just looks like somebody else's computer. I'm not going to go all conspiratorial on y'all, but that's a little odd. Um, you know, it's water damage, so Apple won't deal with it. They look at you like, dude, there's water on it. You know, It wasn't my water, but hey. Um, yeah, so that's what, that's what that goes to. And of course, when you support everything else, you buy the chocolate or the tinctures, uh, they'll be up there as well. Um, you know, that all goes to improving this, this stuff. And of, and of course the better and more improved it gets, the quicker and better content I can get to you. You know what I mean? Because when I'm spread thin and then like I have these obstacles, I'll just say they're obstacles to, to jump through, to get, um, this quality, uh, time on the podcast for with you guys. Yeah, I just it when it's more convenient and it's and it's easier, more efficient, boom, it's easier. Uh same thing with my phone, right? It's like um I recently dropped Sprint because I just I couldn't deal with it and I'm not even a fan of the big phone. So I'm at this like I'm at this point where what do you do? Like, what do you, do? I got, I got my old iPhone that just dies on me all the time. It's like 35, dead, 44, dead. Uh, I plug it in, it jumps to 68, it, it charges. I know it's, I, I get it. It's an old phone. It's full storage capacity. 
I get it. You know what I mean? But uh, the big phones now they're too heavy. They're too big. I had the 7s. It's just it's just too much. And um, I was looking at the BlackBerry. Uh, what is it? The key key two key two. But they got terrible reviews, man. It's got terrible reviews. The camera apparently is subpar. Um, the screen, everything. I mean, it's just like, it's really pitiful. It's like, come on, BlackBerry. What is going on? Um, and I was a big BlackBerry fan, dude. I had the Pearl. I had the Curve. The Curve. And then I had the Storm. And that's literally when BlackBerry put the Storm on my face. And I couldn't deal with it anymore. And I just threw that Storm across the the room I had I think three or four replacements under warranty oh man they lost me after that Android came out I got the droid Motorola droid I think 2 or X or something like that I think I started with the X I started a little late but man that was awesome and then I teeter-tottered between the Android and iPhone that's what I've been at and I think I might get the um, Apple no the uh, the iPhone uh, the, oh my gosh the pick Pixel? Pixel. Google Pixel. Even though Google kind of has their tentacles and up in your colon, like up in your, down in, down your ilium, down into your esophagus, down your esophagus, your ilium, into your upper GI, going back up like a endoscopy and colonoscopy, you know, camera included. You know, I'm pretty sure they have a microphone on that fucking thing, too. Like, they have the microphone and that little rod that goes up your ass. If any of y'all have had an endoscopy, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, at least now it's pleasant looking. Before, it's like, wait, that goes in you? And it had this big, giant handle thing. And that's when I was, like, 12, probably. I don't know. It's, it's so scary and, uh sort of a, a big <coughs> sort of a big big fuzz but uh <coughs> yeah they got they got it's it's new and improved and a lot skinnier nowadays you know what I mean <laughs> oh shit that's good that's good so yeah I got lots of plants if y'all didn't know you can Follow me on Instagram, CBD Healer. You hear this all the time if you listen to the podcast, so I apologize. I don't, I don't mean to say it like over and over, but I feel like if I say it every other, every couple podcasts, maybe it'll work. But then sometimes I forget if I say it. So, but I just, you know, yeah. Stories are where it's at. That's where I post most of my shenanigans. Um, you know, I'm gonna do better at the YouTube editing and getting some kick-ass videos especially the garden stuff up for you this this summer because I know everyone loves that and I keep getting asked about asked about that and and I know like really like I was I was saying before it's like issues like having a fucked up computer like this MacBook which I strictly have to have the MacBook because you know iMovie and and it works wonderful. People understand that for media. It just, you know, it dies and it's it's subpar. It stuffs. It's so it hinders. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, 
you know, if you're if you're if you randomly thought to yourself one time and you were like, oh man, he hasn't put up a uh, yeah, that's why. Oh, and of course it's spring, so I mean I've been like I'm hardcore in the jungle or in the permaculture garden, which is coming phenomenal. You guys, I just got two blueberry uh, bushes today. Two blueberry bushes. Here's cheers to that. He's like so devoted. So. I got two blueberry bushes today. One's like a treat, to be honest. It's tall. So cool. So the plan is going to be to put the blueberry bushes in the entrance of the greenhouse. So I'm going to do one of those hoop houses. Not the small hoop house. Not the, you know, the green greens hoop house. The tall hoop house that you can walk in, that you can put like a you know, little workbench. Set that up, and then in front, which gets really nice sun to get a little bit of shade, because you don't want the sun just beaming directly on your 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 greenhouse. Uh, I set up the the blueberries on either side as an entrance, right? So, oh man, you guys. So what I'm gonna do, right? So you can grow most trees, and depending on how tall they get, how much splicing you do, and how much feeding you do each year and stuff, you can grow them in different ways, in an array of ways. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the blueberries, and I'm going to start training them over in, you know, at like the hoop house. So basically, you, you'll eventually, in a couple of years, you'll walk through a blueberry uh, trellis, kind of. I guess trellis, is that the one I'm looking for? Like an awning, kind of like the awning, not awning, like the, the garden, uh, I can't think of the word, but it's like, you know, it's like the, the loop. Uh, so hopefully, and here's, here's the goal always, right? It's like one day at that perfect time, at the perfect season, with the perfect sun, that one evening you're going to walk to your greenhouse, you know, with like whatever you please in your hand, your tea, your kombucha, your beer, your whiskey on ice, and you're going to be able to reach up, grab your blueberry, a handful, of, grab your, a handful of blueberries, because remember, trees grow like blueberries all the time and then multiple times, grab a handful of blueberries, kick them back. Thank God for everything that you've been given and sit down and just maybe reach out again and get some more blueberries. Maybe toss a blueberry in what you're drinking. So what I mean is like, isn't that the epitome of almost like paradise? And it's like, couldn't you get that anywhere? I feel like I'm, I'm, I battle winter, right? Because I get all four seasons here in New England. So when I was in San Diego, I only had, I didn't really have anything to grow. I wasn't even really into growing plants at that point. I mean, I grew, that's when I started actually. So so we are actually coming on 
it's crazy. We're coming on like a decade of me growing plants. Like my first, and I'll never forget it. And I thank God and I thank my sister Monica for that. Uh, we, we, on my birthday, it, we got my license, my, my medical cannabis license, 2010. And we went and got plants. I'll never forget. I got four plants. And one of the plants was Larry OG. And it's one of the greatest strains I've ever grown and had in my entire life. Headband was another one. I think it was a headband OG. I'm not really sure if I'm, I think there's a difference, but, and I've never found hope. I pray to God that I'll, I'll get one. I'll pray that I'll get them soon or I'll come across them again because they were absolutely wonderful. And, uh, that's when it all changed, you know? And that's when I was just mixing the liquid stuff, the bottle stuff that you, you get this little chart and it's like three millimeters, three millimeters, uh, millimeters, three milliliters, three milliliters. You're doing like droplets in like a gallon, you know, that's the food, food schedule. I'm getting stuffy. So we're going to end this soon. And, uh, yeah, man, you got to start somewhere. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. You got to start somewhere, man. You gotta start somewhere. Alright, so here's what we're gonna do. Because I, I didn't really, like, I'm not really, I'm I'm being frugal. I'm being frugal. Sorry, I, like, went away from the microphone here. I'm being frugal. With my herbs. That's just what I'm doing. I'm just enjoying them lately. So I'm making smaller, smaller little bowls. And I need to get a new bowl. This is funny. I just posted on Instagram about this episode, and then I'm like, look at the bowl, and it's all dirty, and I'm like, oh, man. There's nothing worse than a dirty bowl. But it, a bong, not bowl. But it's like, the design is really odd, where it doesn't clean. It doesn't clean. Like, things got stuck. And early on, I realized, like, oh, okay, this is a design flaw. So now I gotta deal with it. And now it's like, it'll, I mean, it'll get clean. It'll look great. Uh, so you caught me at a wrong time. Well, you know, I've been busy. I've been busy. This when you, if you go on the Instagram, CBD Healer, right? Follow and then, I mean, you can mute. But what I'm saying is, leave it on. Check those stories. That's where you'll get all the fun stuff I do. Out, I go outside and I show you guys the garden, the permaculture garden, how things are coming. So fruit garden is set. Uh, I laid out. I laid out cherry radish, Jupiter, beet, some other beet, colorful beet, I don't know, some more radish, flowers, J Botanical flowers at Instagram, J, J Botanical, if you're hearing this, J, so shout out to, um, to that lady, she, uh, she's pretty rad, uh, spreading sunflower seeds and all sorts of pollinator friendly seeds and that's that's huge because pollinators are going to pollinate your plants more so you're going to get more fruits right you, in the result of having more flowers more food for the pollinators that being said again shameless plug when you support me uh, whether you're buying the chocolate 
or you're buying the book or you're buying the tinctures um you know or you're just donating to to the podcast it's also going to things like um the honey beehive which it's about 475 i don't know if i should do maybe i should do a gofundme would you guys because they're going to take money from it but i mean if it if i can get exposure that way i'll do it uh, i already have one for the honey bee highway but so i mean maybe if we donate under the honey bee highway then uh, 450 is our first goal so i could change it to that i think it's at 2000 now which is like realistic to get a, a little piece of land um, to set up the hives. But 475 is going to get the permaculture backyard um, pollinator hive set up. And that's that's really when it all begins, you guys. That's when the, the honey begins and then the wax uh, gets provided for, for the uh, healing creams that I got planned for everyone. Um, that again this stuff it's been years working on this stuff so it's like you know it's not like i'm just tossing things up and reselling things um everything needs to be sourced correctly everything needs to be done correctly and you know what it's all about it's all about the structure structure of molecules inside water and actually fat fat too which is interesting but i haven't gotten down that uh, rabbit hole yet it's pretty crazy so on that note we're gonna take this hit we talked a little bit about plants. We talked a little about, I don't know. We talked a lot a bit about, a lot a bit about a lot of little, little, a lot of little things. A lot, a little of lot of a lot of little things. Yeah, I think that was it. We're going to end here on this ambergris, relatively non-reactive acid, white crystals of terpene. Oh, terpene. Oh, I remember you talking about terpenes, uh, RJ known as ambergreen. Ambergreen can be separated from ambergris by heating raw ambergris in alcohol, then allowing the resulting solution to cool, breaking down the relatively scentless ambergreen through oxidation, produces ambroxin and ambranol, the main odor, odor components of ambergris. Ambroxin. Oh, man. All right, so we're going to go through this stuff. Ambrin, right? The ambrin. I'm probably saying this stuff terribly wrong, too, by the way. So, whatever, man. Make fun of me. I don't give a shit. I'm the one who's doing this fucking research. And, you know, this is what I say when I comment a lot of times. I'm like, why don't you do some research and, you know, look at chemical formulas? It'd be like, why is that chemical formula like that? That C30H52 and O. And th that's it. I don't even understand how that's a balanced formula, but anyways, ambergreen is a triterpene. Whoa, triterpene? Let's talk about that in a second. Alcohol that is chief constituent of ambergris. A so it's an alcohol. Don't forget about that. A secretion from the digestive system of the sperm whale. It has been suggested as possible active component producing the supposed aphrodisiac effects on the ambergris <gasps> there it is folks there it is there is the reason and the actual 
most let's see the most likely motive behind ambrine the terpene that basically wakes up and activates the components within your membranes in the brain and it acts as an aphrodisiac there are so many things that act as aphrodisiacs right like chocolate right like uh the, the cannabinoid um, um, in Theobroma cacao, right? Um, look at that. Has been known, has been shown to act as an a, a, anal, analgesic. Okay, an, I'm saying that wrong too, probably. The anal, analgesic is, is something like a poppy. Or an opioid. It's it's a it's a pain reliever, right? So that's what that is. So isn't that interesting? And it has proven to increase sexual behavior. So literally, it's not only giving you pain relief; it's also giving you uh, increased sexual desire. Uh, and that's through a terpene. That's through an er alcohol terpene. Now. Cannabis has the highest, the plant with the highest terpene, terpene count, terpenoid profile in all plants. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like making that statement without completely have seen the research, but I, I mean, I'll kind of claim it. I don't think there's any other one with the, with the more diverse and the highest uh, terpene count. You know, um, hops in the same family, which has an extremely high uh, aromatic terpene count. What I'm saying is terpenes aren't just smells. They're not just used to clean. They're not just used to relax us, right? The, the lavender, um, I, don't know what, I don't know what the name of it is. We talked about terpene. There's an episode about it. About it. Um, about it. They do more by being anal analge analgesic 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 analgesic. They do more by do by by being antagonistic. All right, so they work with these other chemicals. Uh, apart from it, supposed aphrodisiac effects, Ambrian has been shown to decrease spontaneous contractions of smooth muscles, which is also interesting. And it says in rats, guinea pigs, and rabbits. I mean, I'm kind of like, I'm stopping without adding the, uh, obviously they were tested on animals. If it's, you know, if it shows the, these effects, more, more or less it's in animals. It's actually tough to get human trials, believe it or not. And when they do, a lot of the times they don't even tell, oh, it's tricky. It's a whole can of worms. So, so re reduce contractions. And then, like, when you're asking, well, what's a contraction? Like, think about just contractions, spasms, things like that. Things people with arthritis, the people with, uh, you know what I mean? Just people with joint issues, people with pain in their knees, things locking up. I have a huge issue with the Crohn's, which is like neuro neurospasmatic bullshit that goes down in my hands, right? Where I'll like, it'll cramp up. I'll literally cry. I can't even open my hands. 
I'll need to like stretch them and like put tape or just kind of like hold them out and my feet too same thing I have to like actually yoga does help it but like you got to really stretch them out and I get these sort of cramping it's crazy cramping and it's insane and that's something that that would help right effect some so that's the terpene so now I'm sure it does that terpene exist in cannabis uh probably because when he talks about what the terpene smells like he says it smells sometimes it smells like feet cheese poop all that stuff and guess what smells like all of that cannabis okay we went to Ambrian. Tri terpene. I told you to remember that. What's a tri terp? Oops, sorry. I told you it's microphone bong. Microphone bong. Hit my big nose on the microphone. Tri terpenes are a class of chemical compounds composed composed of three terpene units. That's why the tri terpene, right? Tres terpenes. Uh, they also they may also be thought of a consisting of six isoprene units. Oh boy, which are isoprene units are terpenes. That's why that's what it's like bringing me to. Okay, let's let's move. Animals, plants, and fungi all produce triterpenes, including squalene, which is, which is a natural organic compound primarily found in shark liver oil. So, so now these compounds are found in oils. Remember, they're all lipid-based, most of them. And, and not just, obviously, so it's not just shark liver, also amaranth seed, rice bran, wheat germ, olives, Holy shit. Let's go further into that. That's interesting. Squalene. So that's a per precursor to all steroids. That's that's what that is. A precursor to all steroids. So this this is getting really interesting and really deep and really fast. So hang on tight, okay? I don't know how long we'll go, but we'll go as long as we feel necessary. <clears throat> so we're on triterpenes. Three terpene units with a specific molecular structure. Alright, we get it, right? We know that plants, animals, and fungi produce these. Including that one. We'll, we'll go to we'll go back to that one. Or we'll go to that now, I mean. The squalene. Squalene, alright, so it says, jeez, shark liver oil, that's where it is. Although plant sources are now used, like I just said, uh, yeast cells have been, this is why I wanted to bring it up, yeast cells have been genetically engineered to produce commercially useful quantities of synthetic squalene. So yeast are producing a molecule that is and looks like squalene so basically what they're doing is where they're telling 
So yeast is interesting, you guys. Yeast is like what they do with the genetic engineering is they can give them a blueprint and yeast will just like follow it. Yeast is like the buddy that you're like, oh, I need this done and this is this is what I got to do it. And then he just starts to do it and then they get it done. You know, you almost like you give them the instructions, but they get it. You know, they get the instructions without even you having to. Now, the difference with GMO is they're actually writing the code. And it's really simple because they have the squalene code. You know what I mean? That's built. It's there. It's a sequence. They got the sequence. So then we go, hmm, that's interesting. So we produce it. And it's in a, it says it occurs in, in high concentrations of stomach oil of birds. Holy wow. Yeah, squalene is a hydrocarbon and triterpene. So isn't that interesting that they put those both together? Hydrocarbon and a triterpene are both. So they're both the same, I guess. It is a precursor to the synthesis of all animal sterols, or like we said, steroids. Right? And you know what the steroid does for the body. You don't have to go. The steroid, steroid, the steroid hormone, right? It's a hormone. That's what drives all this stuff, right? These chemical compounds. Steroid horm hormones can be grouped in two classes, corticosteroids, right? And sex steroids. Within those two classes are five uh, receptors, and we won't go on to that, right? That's the androgens, estrogens, the mineral cortisoids, right? Which the receptors which they bind. The, the, so there's two, two classes, five receptors. Two classes, five receptors. Right. Steroids are produced in the body. Just remember that stuff. And and, and it all comes from what? Triterpene. Triterpenes. Terpenes. So, ter so terpenes are sort of antagonizing, I guess, the body to produce more of this or helping it or or even replacing it. I think it's a synergistic effect, right? That's what we're that's what we're going to get at. So, we know it's an aphrodisiac, um, which basically just means it increases your sex hormones, right? Um, an analgesic uh, pain, or it's called a painkiller, right? And all the painkiller does is bind with certain receptors to give you the relief, right? The pain relief. So yeah, they the, the ambroxide is widely known, um, naturally occurring terpene, and is one of the key consistent. Remember, one of the key, because there's, there's a few, uh, to the odor of this specific 
compound. Which is interesting, right? And this is ambroxide. I'll end with this because this is it. We're coming, we get the last two and I'm done. My brain, that's it. We're done. Good job, everyone. And uh, yeah, ambroxide is synthesized from scleriol, a component of the essential oil of clary sage. So that's also where it comes from, from sage. Uh, clary sage, I mean, which is, uh, which is salvia, a ge or a genus, genus, genus of salvia. So that's interesting. And of course, I'm going to put my foot down and I'm going to say that there's probably a high uh, concentration of this triterpenoid inside of certain strains of cannabis. And I'm also going to make the claim that every single strain has a different profile makeup, which we already know that's proof. But what we're going to get more proof of is that this actual profile that we talk about, these terpenes, these lin linolols, and the, all the terpenoids, and all this stuff is acting as actual synergist synergistic components for proteins, and the cannabinoids, THC, CBD, all of this stuff. To help reduce inflammation, create a calmer state in the body, and then you know, help promote regrowth of cells and and, and things of that nature. And depending on what, again, depending on what the strain is, depends on how and what it does. Okay, so a different strain is going to be used for somebody who needs to slow down their arthritis and, or their dementia or you know someone with pain relief like in my example where I feel like after going to the bathroom restroom in the morning you know it's like what kind of car or vehicle did I get hit with this morning was it a truck was it a semi truck was it a bus was it a little Prius oh today was a smart car oh shit uh, that means I'm doing yoga at like 748 in the morning you know, but that's still, that's with this natural medicine, with natural cannabis. I have to sit down and meditate. I usually smoke the plant herb. That's how I feel like it's 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 best received. But I also, also respect the ritualistic part of it and, and it as a plant medicine. And I also ingest the oils for that internal relief. In all sorts of ways, capsules, coconut oils, olive oils, tinctures are one of my favorites lately. Alcohol, organic alcohol tinctures. Yeah. Terpenes. Vitamin A is a terpenoid. 
I'll say that again. Vitamin A is a terpenoid. You see, we're going around in circles. Amino acids, terpenoids, vitamin A, C, B, carotenes, beta carotenes. There's more than one way to say and explain things, and I think there's more than one way in interpreting the mechanisms and what's going on within the human body. And I think a lot of the times we're going around in fucking circles, like a dog chasing its tail. And, you know, and all we want to do is feel good, right? All we want to do is feel good. And most of the time, we're getting a, a jingle telling us that we're not good, we're incompetent, or we need this, or we need that, or we're not, we don't look good, or whatever. And the reality is, we just need to cut out the complex carbs, the sh complex sugars, the high fructose corn syrup, so all the box shit and all the fast foods and all the inflammatory bullshit. Uh, if you're having gut issues, if you're not having gut issues and you just like want weight, you know, or it's like other, other things you could do. You could, again, it's like first you start with the bad, just the junk foods, food like products. And then from there you go to the allergens because it's like, it's either your gut is fine and it just needs to stop eating that gar garbage or and or it's it's gut damage which which i've hear i've heard a lot about which i say is gut dysbiosis which is the leaky gut which again it's tough when i when i hear somebody bring up like oh yeah have you heard leaky gut because like First thing I want to say is listen to one of the one of the episodes uh, on the podcast. I this is stuff that I I want I claim and I want you guys to know that like I'm putting my foot down and I'm saying this now so that way when we talk about it, you know what I mean, in ten years we're like, okay, yeah, we knew about this. We were talking about, we were thinking about this, you know, and. Leaky gut is essentially sort of the base of illness. Like, like I'm not saying like, oh, your cough is a leak. Like when I got sick, I got I got a cold. It was like whatever. Like it was cough, and then it was like sore throat, and then it was like sinus, like the you know phlegm, and I still got phlegm and I'm coughing. That's not leaky. <laughs> leaky gut is like gut issue, like like major sharp pains and, 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 and toilet problems like like for example one of the things that, that I have is like spasms like going to bathroom contractions this is what I mean like this is stuff that cannabis helps literally reduce the contractions going to the bathroom and if anyone knows what I'm talking about has gut issues it's like this strange feeling where like you can't go you can go your body wants to go and it tightens up but like it feels like your insides are gonna explode i can't explain it like you can't explain it unless you've had ibd like a gut uh like an ear uh, like a uh or uh an autoimmune dis disorder that like affects your gut specifically your digest especially your, your colon How did I get down that route, man? 
cannabis is the best medicine and the number one medicine, and I'm claiming it. Oh yeah, the gut, the leaky gut. Yeah, and I'm I'm claiming it. And it, and 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 of course you know all the reasons we've been talking about, which is why it it helps. And like I said, it it's like hard to tell somebody when they bring it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, leaky gut. Technically, in my mind, when the villi, microvilli, when that is damaged, it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be happy hair. Think about it as like little, little hair, happy hair things, and they're like flowing around, and they're like. Like the inside of the wall, like when you look inside at like a coral, like when you look, when you watch coral and you see those like little hairs floating and they're catching all the particles and they're like sucking them in and they're eating and they're turning green and you're like, oh, these things aren't, are these things alive? They're completely alive and they just like, they're, they're part of a bigger system and you have to think of that as like the inside of your gut. It's like, yeah, these little things are digesting but when it's digesting it's taking those nutrients and it's putting it into a different system a bigger something that's larger than it i.e the human right and this this fuck goes this goes on right as above so below we can go we can go up and down but when you sit back and you look at and when somebody gets all excited in there it's like a food coach or whatever and it's like the, I, I see this a lot and it's like and it's like when you have something like a leaky gut that just that literally just means you damaged microvilli which which means your body needs to rest and it needs to heal so elimination diet obviously just means like I was saying you cut out the gar you you know you're eating pizza you know you're eating fast food like when I was feeling crappy I was eating gluten-free garbage you know what I mean it's like you think it's good because it's gluten-free it's got all these good good stuff but it's still processed it's still in a box it's still got this warning like allergen warnings or whatever and I'm not saying all that matters to everyone but it could just be a mind thing too I I don't know but I'm telling you what's worked with me and that's why I'm feeling better right and of course it's the increase of healthy fats like lard and tallow and bone broth and lots of meat and lots of fish. I'm about to eat some, oh man, a nice piece of salmon, some king salmon. Uh, was pole caught that a friend gave me? Yeah, it's going down. Um, I was thinking about grilling it, but I don't even want to grill it because I don't want to take away from all that amazingness. I just want to like slow and slow just oh, the fat that's in the salmon that's that uh, essential fatty acids EFAs if you if you want to look up something cool tonight look up EFAs if your brain is on already like oh thanks for oh thanks for everything oh my back oh, my back is just like I need I need to get a nice nice massage that's, that's what I need to get Wow. It's already been an hour. We effing crushed it. Uh, a Gut Instincts podcast. You rock. Jeez. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that's it. I wanted to, yeah, I was talking about the leaky gut. And then I just, I guess, 
just be aware that le leaky gut literally is that is the stem of all these issues. It's, it's, it, the villi is broken down so the particles, and this is this is a very important part because your gut doesn't digest it correctly. <laughs> as my as my stomach is like, you should drink water. I have not drinking nearly enough water. I'm not perfect, y'all. I'm not like I'm not trying to preach. I'm just telling. I mean, I'm I'm part putting a theory, but a theory that I feel is true to my heart, and then I'm gonna soon write up. This is what I mean. I like you. I'll have this written up for you. You know. Um. When the villi is damaged, boom, tiny, tiny molecular particles get into the bloodstream go through the gut lining into the bloodstream there is our issue the blood comes into contact with these molecular uh, structures and guess what the molecular structures are that didn't get digested uh, guess I'll, I'll let you guess or an example I'll give you an example and I don't know if I can make this claim but traces are found, you know, in, in, in your, in your traces of these chemicals. More, here's what I'll, more than one traces of these chemicals are found in, in the food supply, in the food chain. Now, are they the ones solely causing this gut dysbiosis or this damage to the microvilli? No, no, no no environmental issues there's all sorts of there's all sorts of things not not having the awareness of having an allergen from something else i don't know there's there's a lot of issues is it something that we should red flag in these companies corporations should be held account accounted for yeah what do you mean held accountable i don't know like paying some of our fucking bills you know like giving us a couple thousand bucks or, or or more than that, a couple hundred thousand, to be honest, if if, if this stuff has been proven. Remember, they already got into to a lawsuit. Uh, the man was proven to have cancer and they, they, they paid out for glyphosate from glyphosate, from handling it as a farmer, uh, 280 something million. If you didn't hear about that yet, look that up. He he won. He won. So they they literally settled. Remember this. A man was proven that this chemical, because he used it while he was farming, causes cancer. Okay, traces are in the food supply. Is this not a red flag? I don't know. My rant, though, is over as I look for... <laughs> I'm looking for my... Uh... <coughs> My hemp, my hemp wick. I, I probably threw it around in a, in a rage of glyphosate anger. <laughs> you know what my problem is? I didn't drink the uh, my smoothie yet. That's packed. With, oh, it's in my. Yeah, of course, it's in my pocket. It's in my pocket. You know, I can't. I can't tell you how many times I I lost that five. It's so this one's so tiny in my pocket. I'm walking around like a fool. But it's better than this big weight. Although the weight you know, takes amazing photos and videos. So if you guys see, like, great photos and stuff in the stories, usually that's the seven. Uh, and then the five is is what I got. So I don't know. 
let me know what you guys think about the phone recommendation. Or I was thinking, I think I'm going to do the Google. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Pixel? No. Yeah, Pixel? Is the Google Pixel? I don't know. I just want, I just want BlackBerry too. BlackBerry, if you can hear this, just, just please make a great phone that has Android in it, and it's and it's secure. That's basically the the goal. Um, all right. So we're gonna hit this, and we learned a lot about triterpenes today and uh, gut linings. And you know what's funny? I went into this with the intention of talking to you guys about the spring garden. You know, but we talked a little bit about the plants, but then of course went off topic. So next time, next time we'll talk about the the, the gardens, the garden. Uh, till then, look up your essential fatty acids, EFAs, right? Lin linoleic linoleic acid and your alpha lin linoleic acid. Uh, you know, I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate for things like uh, tallow. Tallow and lard and, 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 and healthy animal fats. Healthy fats in general, so of course avocado, sunflower seed. I think there's there's a couple other ones that are great. Of course, olive oil. All the good, all the goods, all the kick-ass acids and to get the anti-inflammation rocking. Until next time, you guys. It's been real, y'all. This has been a dope episode <clears throat> since I'm feeling better we'll kick things up and then of course once I start uh, catching up with the with the garden which I don't know if that ever happens you know I don't know if that ever happens once I catch up with the garden we will um, we will talk more we'll, we'll 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 get at it we'll get at it yo Till that, till next episode. I don't know. Hopefully, I'll get a a new uh, bong by next episode. One that can actually be clean. I'm looking for uh, a dope artist, but one that's not like I don't know. I can't do like thousands of dollars for a piece of a piece of glass. Although I respect it, I respect it. Uh, that's it. Follow, follow the Instagram. Say again, CBD Healer. Uh, just because it's 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 really fun to interact with y'all on there, and I spend too much fucking time on there. So go on there. Tell me, stop spending all uh, of the time on there. Although I don't spend it on there. I'm like I'm I'm just engaged. That's all I'm saying. But I guess it's not a bad thing, right? Because it's fun, and I want you guys to see all the plant. The, the plants are so fun. They're so happy. Uh, go on the website, gutinstinctspodcast.com. Again, that's gut instincts. If you do G-U-T, gutinstinctspodcast.com. You can check out all the episodes. Go on there. And, of course, you can buy the book. Man, the book is live. Adam and Eve. 
Origins of Human Consciousness. I've been working for it, working on it for a few years. If y'all remember, I started this podcast when I actually first started, I think, writing it. So I'm, I'm pretty sure the early episodes we were talking about the book, but it's been real. Like support, get some tinctures, get the book. Get, uh, what else? Chocolate's gonna be up in like. By the time you hear this, it'll already be up because that's what I'm doing now. I'm gonna do that, and then I'm going to uh, do some laundry, and I'm gonna cook. Uh, yeah, cook some food, cook some dope food. I'm doing a brisket this week. So if you hear this uh, and you're like up to date and you're all on it and you're like, yeah, I listened to the episode right when it came out, I'm going to make some brisket this week. So check that out in the stories. Um, I'll probably put it in a soup, man. I've been putting everything in the soup. I've been, by, by the way, surviving on the Sirishi Elderberry Spirit Tincture, which everything is ingestible, you guys. Everything is organic alcohol that you would drink. Like if you came over and you were like, yo, I want shots of alcohol. I give you a shot of this, like vodka, vodka, whatever it is. So you're drink instead of drinking it straight up, you're drinking a wonderful infusion of it, uh, specific uh, intentions, and it's diluted with organic vegetable glycerin. You know, only good, only the best, only the best. All right, you know this, you know, you know this. Oh man, that's it, y'all. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I went to a Graham Hancock, uh, Graham Hancock book signing and that was fucking rad you know if you don't know him he's the author of um of uh fingerprints of the gods i saw america before america before that's the book i got it's about ancient civilizations in america and i love researching ancient ancient civilizations although i don't always agree with what these people are saying <sighs> just gonna take a deep breath for a second Thank you guys. And I love you guys. And oh, and last bit, I just wanted to tell you how hilarious this is. I've been getting a lot of comments telling me not to smoke for the podcast. And I think, or it's more for the episodes on the YouTube. So I guess they don't really know about the podcast, but it's just, it's comical. It's really great. I love it. Keep it coming. All right, that's it, y'all. Um, Till next time. All right, y'all, it's a beautiful thing. I'm going to go do some planting as well. Um, We'll toke soon, I assume. Yeah. Till next time. Stay high, y'all. Stay productive. Go plant a fucking tree. Peace.